Welcome everybody to another episode of Gorilla Gospel. We're going to jump straight into the word. And it says this. It says, and you know the way to where I am going. Alright. And you know the way to where I am going. And I mean, you know. Jesus is in heaven. That's what Jesus is uh, in, in, in so many ways. Now, before that passage, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. My father has many rooms. Now, take consideration that in my walk, I went through different channels of this, this passage. One of my passages were that God works through a lot of people. He has many wounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so far as individuals that he sends his spirit to work through. The Holy Spirit is of the, the 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 spirits that's you know alive, not dead, but has you know the power that is way more greater than the power we possess of our own. I mean. Just look at the spirits that get that gets into us now. Look how the devil has many wounds. But now, you know, my translation of that passage is is solely on me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, doing my walk, doing my journey to uh, translate this Bible. But I mean, let's look at the many wounds that the devil has. Now when it comes to you, you make yourself available for the evilest things to get into you and you do them. You do them. Without actually being the the the, the father of these spirits. You're you are not the inventor of these spirits. You're not the inventor of lust. You don't sit here and say, I'm going to go and mess with as many little girls as I can and boys, people, wives or husbands, all that type of stuff. The little, the little things that we do watching on internets and going to toy shops. and You're not the inventor of that. This is a spirit that gets in you. And you do them. You believe in them because this is what the flesh is all about. You are the room. The Father has many rooms in a lot of ways. Now, the rooms that Jesus was talking about are different. Because, I mean, come on, right? Look at the room that we prepare for our souls as non-believers, as disobedient children. God created the heavens and the earth. Never once did he say he created hell. Never once did he say he created Satan. 
He said he created all of the all of the, the fowls of the air and the, the, the creatures in the sea and the creepy crows, right? The beasts. Satan had no part in this. As, as a matter of fact, when God said man knows good and evil like us, he didn't say nothing about God know that man knows evil like the devil now, or evil like Satan now. We became those very people out of rebellions. Out of rebellions against God's word of doing the right thing, we become the devil of doing the wrong things. It's the total opposite. Cause other people to become these things too. I mean, you know the way to where a lot of people is, and you walk it. But it's a choice of the matter. Because as man knows good and evil like us, which one do you choose to do? Because we preached about this, bro. How God, the only way God uses evil is to get rid of evil. You never see God using evil against anybody that's out here trying to do the right thing. What are you trying to do in life that's right? Are you just trying to survive? Well, go ahead and do it. When it comes to conquering, that's a different story. There's different measures that people have to take conquering. Because you can't conquer in peace. As you've seen, a lot of people has tried that. A lot of people has tried to conquer in peace, try to let God conquer through them, through you. You, you just can't win. And so a lot of people took to other, 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 other ways of conquering and for order to just, you know, be, be a ruler of a situation that's, let's say, uh, very disconfigured, bro. Uh, this society, this whole society thing, this whole good and evil thing will consume the whole world if God doesn't put in place some people who can actually conquer and, you know what I'm saying, balance the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you had your Davids and your Solomons and all this other stuff, bro. Abraham, all this other stuff. And they, they all conquered. Now, would you call would you call Abraham a murderer after he went and murdered all those people to gain back Sodom and Gomorrah? Now he went to war for Sodom and Gomorrah. You couldn't conquer that with peace, and you may say that it was behind his nephew, but he was definitely anointed to do that. Because if not, Abraham would have fell right there going to war for something that God later on destroyed. But do you think that those people opened up their eyes at the moment of a man of God coming to bring all of their stuff and all of their people back from a negativity? Because Sodom and Gomorrah got conquered behind people who was ruling over them. 
they rebelled against the people that was feeding them, so to speak. Kind of like the, the North versus the South of America. A disagreement. They, they disagreed an agreement they had. And that caused them to go and, you know what I'm saying, conquer over and, 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 and take them as slaves. You see where I'm getting at when it comes to, to, to conquerors of God? And you look at these modern-day conquerors, who they are, right? The Simmons, the Millers, Beatrice, uh, you know, a lot of them. The Cubes. You look at these modern-day conquerors in these communities, such as Sodom and Gomorrah, or whether it was, you know, Hebron or whatever, out of righteousness, you know what I'm saying? You going to war for God out of righteousness. And I mean, come on. The only time God uses evil is to get rid of evil. God does not use his evil to go against righteousness. He'll be like, actually like, you know, how can you do that, right? Just like a demon can't cast out a demon, how can God actually go against his own work? Why would he? So, I mean, many rules, right? Say, bro, God made this world. He came from somewhere and made this planet. This world. This, this world been here. Okay? He conquered it. He conquered it with the light, possessed it. Then he made an agreement with the world. Because it says it in the Bible. He says, let the earth bring forth its, you know what I'm saying? Seeds and trees and all that type of stuff. His fruits. Let the earth bring forth its. And then it says, then God, you know what I'm saying? Put his touch on the situation. So this is in the, this is like uh, the first, you know what I'm saying? Agreement made between two worlds right here. Said, let the earth bring forth its situation. Then God said, um, now I'm gonna put mine in it. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder which ones was the earths and which ones wasn't. You know? But these other rooms that God made, man, could it be like this we see right now? We walking around in it, on it. We talking to once another, amongst each other. Because, I mean, you know, he said he got many rooms. So I wonder how many other rooms that he has and for what purpose. But following Jesus, being a believer of Jesus, get you into one room, into a certain room. If he has many, I wonder which one this one is. And I wonder which ones are the other ones. Where are they, right? 
Like, for instance, you go to, you see these pictures of Mars and Jupiter and all that. Look at all these worlds, right? Look at all these rooms. Now, just like heaven, the Garden of Eden, so to speak. There's no way they, they, they got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. This was a, a room. This was another world. They got kicked out of something. That nobody, can anybody actually say they can go and visit the Garden of Eden right now? Is there anybody living in the, with the address of the Garden of Eden right now? If there is, they lying. Because after the world flooded and everything, bro, there was no map of where the Garden of Eden is right now. They go through the Bible and they try to translate it and they put their spit on it saying it's in Egypt. And they got to just chill out with all that, bro. They got to really chill out with all that. Okay? But what if they on Mars and Jupiter and everything, walking around, looking at everything, and, and actually can't see nothing, what's in front of them? What if it's not meant for you to see what's actually on Mars? With Jupiter and all that stuff. I mean, because, I mean, it's obvious that these planets are out there just like we are. We just the only ones that's full of assholes. Literally. Everything on this planet has an asshole. And some of them live like it. They just stink. Crap all over the place. It just sucks, man. But it is... It's, 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 it's a different world from where you come from. You come from a world of hate and all this other stuff. Jealousy and pride. This is a, a curse, a sinful nature. When other people come from a world of peace, understanding, and self-control. Why would you want to take and go to war against something like that? If you're not going to conquer a people that need your help, to be righteous about it, why go and conquer it at all? I think they would have probably been better off if you just left them the way they were. I mean, you can't add wood to the fire by going there, beat them, rape them, kill them, give them diseases and all that. That's just evil and wicked. When God comes to save people, he doesn't come to beat you and kill you and destroy you and everything. Like I say, doesn't use evil against righteousness. And by you just being lost in everything, hey, there's an opportunity for you to be found. And this is what God comes to do, to find you. Not trick you into not believing and then kill you and rape you and give you all type of diseases, enslave you and all that. No. That's a deceiver. That's the job of a deceiver. So, you know, here's, here's where we are with this, man. We go through our lives and we live and we feel and we, you know, we, we go to bed, we wake up, we do the same thing over and over and over. And but not, not once do anybody feel or see or hear the presence of the Holy Spirit just tugging away at them, at something they're doing in the way that they're doing it. Because, I mean, right, we were talking about how 
you know, people are prostitutes and all this stuff. I mean, from a kid, you was being taught how to sell yourself. And a lot of parents and everything does this because of the oppression that we're in. You think God don't understand that? You think God don't know what you're going through? You let other people tell you that you're evil and wicked for that. But in reality, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just our sinful nature that got us caught up into that situation. You know? But these evil spirits is just something that you will take in. You will breathe it in. You will read about it or you will see it and you will take on that spirit before you will take on a righteous one. One that says, hey, you know what? I can go buy this big pack of grits, get a loaf of bread, some butter, and I can eat off of this for a whole week until something comes along. And I'm going to go and try to get something, start saving while I eat my grits and butter bread with some jelly and some, some water maybe, or some coffee. You know, accepting, accepting the littlest things in life to keep you alive, to just fight for, you know what I'm saying, what most people want is a better life, but just really to do the work of the Lord is what a lot of real, real preachers Real children of God live for. It's not the necessities, bro. It's not the things of life. A lot of other people want that, and so they go and hold themselves out for it. And that's all right. Like I say, that's your sinful nature. That's you. You lost. If the preacher is, is teaching it, then how in the hell you're wrong? If the preacher is teaching it. The Bible says it's wrong, but the preacher is teaching it. So, hey, you know? But I mean, don't don't find yourself wandering around in the dark so long, bro. When there's a a light switch right there at your fingertips, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're gonna all we are all born into sin, not of it. That's what it says. We are all born in sin. That doesn't mean that you are actually sinners. You just taught it. Nobody is never born of it. Could you just see that? Could you just picture that? No, man. And a lot of these preachers, they mispractice that, saying that a kid, you know, you tell a kid they can't have no cookie after you give it to them, and they'll go right there, you'll turn your back, and they'll go, that's sin. No, bro, that's an addiction, fool. You didn't give this kid something that's addicted, highly addicted, sugar, especially to a kid. I mean, look at you, right? You drink. And you tell you have one drink. See what happens. I mean, you got gluttony and all that type of stuff and everything else. But that's when you have self-control over this, over this matter and you choose not to control yourself. Everything else is just, you know what I'm saying, a common addiction. Just a common addiction, bro, that you want to, you want some more. You just want it again. You know? Rebellions and all that type of stuff. Hey. You know? 
just try to just try to figure out how you know what I'm saying it's so easy to tell God no you know what I'm saying and but it's not hard at all to tell the devil no let's try to figure that out all right Because you can have an addiction to everything that's right in your life. You could you could eat as many apples as you want. As many uh you know vegetables and all that. You can eat as many as much as you want. It's it's when you have these type of addictions and sins and stuff like that towards all the things that's negative that makes it actually a sin because it's it's gonna it's gonna curse you later on it's gonna it's gonna get back at you you're gonna pay for this this is why the the rules came about of following the commandments is to keep you from killing yourself it's keep you're your own worst enemy we could battle against everything else in this world but you can't battle your own demons by just following the commandments. How? Just look at what Jesus did and said, bro. That's all. Everybody else going to slip, even me probably. And I pray to God that I don't, because I, I already asked him, man. I just wish I don't backslide. But I probably, uh, you know what I'm saying, get hype a little bit and yell a little bit. But even Jesus whipped the hell out of people. All out of righteousness. That go to show you right there as a prime example. That God uses evil to get rid of evil. Now, you might want to call Jesus evil or tempered or whatever, because he beat the hell out of people twice. He even called people names. But that was using evil against evil. So the way that I'm called, amen, I am, I am well pleased the way I have been, you know what I'm saying, called to do this. I'm well pleased because there's no, you know, there's a wrong way to eat a Reese's. All right? But there's no wrong way to serve God if you're actually doing it by the book. But then again, there is a wrong way to eat a racist. And then there's a wrong way to serve God. All right? So, I mean... You have to just take into consideration of how, which which way you're doing it. You know, what am I, where am I going wrong at this? You know what I mean? Because the actual commercial says there is no wrong way to eat a racist. All right. no wrong way to serve God. But then there is a wrong way to eat a Reese's. You know which way that is? If you don't have one. So, let's start wasting our time trying to figure out 
if God is really real and just figure out the way to him and go. This is our last segment. Uh, for right now, we are going to be uh, experimenting on some new equipment now that we have the opportunity to get some. And most likely we'll have some video with audio. So I'm going to be practicing and get, you know, some uh, experience under my belt. So I most likely will see y'all back in the fall. I love everybody, man. And God loves everybody. Jesus loves you. You know, let's do the same. Shouts out to the Special Olympics. And the whole, you know, the Olympic situation that's about to take part. They've been fighting for this to happen. And, you know, I wish the best for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go Team USA. And, uh, you know, everybody do their thing, you know? So, you know, uh, just keep in mind, man, that we still haven't discovered a whole lot of other passages out of this Bible. So when we do turn back this, uh, when we turn this space talker back on, don't act surprised what you might hear or see. Love y'all. One.